ho, ho, ho. Welcome, everybody, to the Filmmaker's Hour's Christmas special. Welcome, 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 indeed. And I'm wishing you a very, very Merry Christmas. Um, and a Happy New Year, of course. <laughs> and I'm also going to wish our editor, Tom Gibbs, a Merry Christmas. Mr. Gibbs, Merry Christmas. Yes. This is from Mr. BBC. Uh, I want you. I want you to uh, wish us Merry Christmas, like the little kids does in uh, Christmas Carol. Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, this is the season of giving, and we are giving you a podcast episode because is there is there a better gift right now for your ears, for your holiness, or for your family gatherings, or your friends and families? Yeah, the best gift is knowledge, and we are giving you that knowledge, gifting you that knowledge. Yeah, it's, it's a gift. You do not return that gift. So, um, how you been? I've been amazingly. I, it's been a it's been a whole year. Yeah. It's, it's been insane. This year we have been like uh, highest of highs, lowest of lows, and I think mostly the highs is the ones I keep by the end of the year, and I think that's what we should do. Always, always keep your highs and learn from your lows. I think the biggest highlight is making a movie, which was incredible. That was that was a very very big moment. Um, it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it felt like I wanted to do it in 2022, and we did it in 2022. We got the job done. Yes, it was incredible. It's a big tip. And we also saw it on the big screen. Yes, we did. Yes, that was amazing did. as well. Oh, I'd love to make a Christmas film. You know what? Me too. I always want to make one, but the problem with Christmas films is timing. So if, like, I've never understand how can I schedule out a Christmas film. Mm. Like, I always want to do it. I like the theming. I like everything. But the problem is, if I film it later, let's say I film it in January or February, I'll have to wait all the way till December to f- release it. You'd have to film it in the summer. That's impossible. <laughs> well, you have to start pre-production in, like, I would say August, September. Film it uh, in October when it starts to get colder. That 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 could work. And edit it end of October and November. This is for a short film, obviously, for a feature. Yeah, it'd be different. Because like, in our film, my mm-hmm. film, um, we I started pre-production in early summer like june july august and you know then it didn't come out till october so you've got to give you five months before really so Mm. five months before december december november Uh, that's actually a very good advice okay i I mean we're gonna make a christmas film yeah by the time we're back for the second season of the filmmakers hour we will have a christmas film to discuss (laughs) next august we will be making our christmas film we'll start production Christmas. Uh, speaking of Christmas films, what is your favourite Christmas film? Um, I really like the animated um, Christmas Carol film. Is that with Jim Carrey? Uh, I think. Carrie, Carrie is a... Um, it's more of a... Hallo- I feel like it's, it's a Christmas film, but it's Halloween-y. Yeah. Get, get me an image up just so I can see. Uh, are you talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas? No, I'm talking about A Christmas Carol. Mm. So Carrie is yeah. a different film. Not Carrie, about like... Um, um, cri- uh, Jim Carrey is the guy that um, acts in it, right? I think. Uh, yeah, isn't he? This one, this one I'm talking about. Yeah, it's Jim Carrey. Oh, Jim Carrey, okay. <laughs> I thought you used to type in Carrie. Yeah, you thought I was talking about the, the legendary film Carrie from... Um, uh, from uh, to, um, almost, uh, almost almost said Thomas Jackson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a legendary filmmaker as well. But uh, what's his name? Stephen King. 
That's the Stephen King novel one. Yeah. So no, I'm talking about Jim Carrey. Yeah, I love this one. Christmas Carol, the animated one. Uh, nice. I, I just, I think that and the Polar Express. Oh, so good. Uh, there's something about the animated Christmas films I like. And that one I watched and I was like, that's really good. Ooh. Another one I really like is, which I even watched a few years back. Oh, well, like maybe five years now, more mm-hmm. than that. Um, is the one where it's like got an old Santa Ooh. and then a new Santa. Really? And it's something, something Claus. Oh, the Santa Claus where Santa dies and he becomes Santa. Yeah, and he does ah, it like... so cool. And, and his brother's got like all this like innovative <laughs> technology and he's to sort of keep into tradition. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very nice. It's very smart. But what about yourself? What's your okay? Uh, speaking of animated uh, children's one, uh, the Christmas Muppets Christmas Carol was very good. Okay, which is basically the same one but uh, with Muppets. Uh, speaking of TV series, uh, I'm a big Whovian. I've been a fan of Doctor Who for years. Oh so yeah. if you watch their Christmas specials, there is one called the Christmas Carol. It's very good. It's a science fiction take on the same actual story. Which one was the Christmas Carol in Doctor Who? It's the one with Matt Smith, uh, where he there's a, like a flying shark at the end. And basically, he goes back into different Christmases and trying to make a Scrooge type, not to be a Scrooge type. But he messes up the timelines. It's very nice. It's a very good one. Okay. But uh, my two favorite films are Home Alone 2. <laughs> Home Alone's amazing. It's amazing. That's in the cinema at the minute. Oh, The first one is more of a better film, in my yeah. opinion. It's very well like made. Yeah. But the second one, it has New York in it. Mm. And not just New York. New York with money. <laughs> <laughs> the kid has money. He's in the expensive hotels. It's so perfect. <laughs> it's so perfect. So I just love seeing New York and the streets and the all the decorations, all the places. Yeah, it has like an unfortunate moment because um, for people who don't know, <laughs> this film was made before 2001. So there is a scene where he is in the World Trade Center, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, okay, what can you do about that? Life. Yeah. And another film, which of course it's a pretentious European film because, I mean, it's me. <laughs> it's called Zua Noël, which means Merry Christmas in French. <laughs> For people who don't know, no, this film is incredible because it has everything that I love. Yeah. It's a European film. It's actually made between a French company, an English company, and a German company. So the French, English, and German people in the film are from this country and they speak their own language. And what I really like about this movie is because it's a real story. And that happened in 1919, I think, or doesn't matter. So it was Christmas Eve. It was during World War One, and it was the Christmas Eve truce, if you don't, if you know the story, where basically, famously, the Germans, the British, and the French decided to do have a, f- a truce over Christmas mm-hmm. Day, and they actually meet up at the Denmark's land, and then it snowed, and they played football. What a great story. I've seen that film yeah. a few times. We used to watch yeah. it in school. It's so sad. Oh, it, no, it is a really moving film. It, yeah. It really is. It makes me cry every time at the end. What a, f- what a great story. Because like, I thought when I watched Bridget, when I first watched mm. the film, I thought the big thing was they were all going to play football yeah. and, you know, that's really nice. And then I thought they'll probably go back to yeah. war. But the fact they didn't and exactly. they just kept just hanging out. And then they didn't want to return yeah. to war, and then they had to punish them. It was yeah. such a so moving. Is it, isn't it a true story as well? It's a true story, yeah. actually. It did actually happen. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, and I just think you know it, it really portrayed how obviously there was such great yeah. tragedies that war, how everyone was just like people. You know? Yeah, I, I think this one uh, captures the spirit of Christmas better because there's always that one pretentious friend 
we always have that one friend yeah. who's like, I don't like Christmas because it's such a capitalistic uh, and uh, materialistic kind of celebration. <laughs> I'm a smart person. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. You sleep alone at night, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but that person, show them this film, show them exactly what Christmas means because yeah. people like get very hung up into the celebrations and the decorations and all that stuff. It's all about celebrating loved ones and having a moment of peace. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with that. I think, I think that's a very important one to show. Um, not very young children, but children in general. You know, because I watched it in school and I found it quite moving. It was, it was incredible, yeah. Okay, so what is next on the docket, Doc? Well, the main thing about Christmas is presents. Yay! And you, before the show, were saying, what do we get a filmmaker as a present? An aspiring filmmaker, yeah. and not tear like us, right? Yes. So we're gonna do two. Uh, we're gonna do advice for people who are getting us the presents and people like us who want to do a present on themselves. Um, I like for Christmas some nice aftershave. I would go with lenses, just saying. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, when it comes to the loved ones, I don't want my loved ones to spend <laughs> a lot of money, so obviously I'm not going to ask them for a new camera, but they could buy me like an Adobe subscription or like... Um, <laughs> 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 and you like a uh, professional like messenger bag for my cameras and my stuff like that. That's nice. I feel like bags are a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camera I, bags are a good one. The camera bags are very good, yeah. And or some backpack type that has like enough space for everything. Lens wipes. Lens wipes, that's cool. Uh, a clapperboard that says you're the best, Evan. <laughs> a clapperboard that says you're the best, Evan, is probably what every young boy out there once. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wait, 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 what? <laughs> 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 okay, all jokes aside, um, yeah, you should actually go with uh, software or paraphernalia, in my opinion, if you're yeah. buying a loved one, because don't buy your, uh, you might be tempted, right? You say, I have the money, I love that man, I love that woman, and I know they're into filmmaking. Uh, you are tempted to get them that new ca shiny camera they always wanted. Mm. I don't think that's a good idea. I think filmmakers will always find a way to get the money and the equipment they want, and yeah. they eventually will make that gift to themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it's a smart idea. You might be disappointed. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. But there's one thing where I kind of think there is a situation where you probably should get them a camera, is if they're just starting out. If they're oh, yeah. If, if they're quite. Like if they want to start out and they don't have like the equipment, yeah. yeah, do that for them. Yeah, if they're just doing it on their phone, like yeah. you know. And it once you're like established and once you're sort of getting into it, yes, you can get the money and better yeah. camera. But sometimes it's nice just to have that fancy camera. Not no, nothing special though. Like you know, DSLRs are like so much better than a mobile phone. Oh yeah. Um, and it's you know it gets that learning early. Oh yeah. Uh, I I think the same thing. Uh, you want the if the person wants to start and they need a little bit of a nudge to start. The best nudge you can give them is a camera, even if it's a simple one yeah. or not the most expensive one. It doesn't have to be like an Ari Alexa. <laughs> oh, yes, no. I definitely do not want a black magic for Christmas. Do you not? 
I do, do not. I definitely do not want the black magic. Do not magic. want a black magic. I do not want the black magic. I've wanted a black magic for many Christmases. <laughs> yeah, me too, but I won't get it. I, I, I had a chance. I could have... I was got one, but when I brought my camera, I went for a Sony one instead. To be fair, your camera is very good. <laughs> I know. It, it it has, like, different... The black magic and the Sony camera are quite... They're, they, they're, ver- they're both very, very powerful. Uh, I would say he's an equally powerful... But there's certain areas where the Sony performs better in, and there's certain areas which the Black Magic performs better in, mm-hmm. and I think it's just making that choice. I think if you, if you, if you anticipate that you're going to be doing a lot of run and gun sort of stuff, Sony is probably the better. But if you are going to have like a full crew, you know, and you know proper rigging, all that stuff, go for the Black Magic. Uh, personally, yeah, <laughs> uh, I definitely do not want the black magic. Yeah, no, Evan doesn't no. want a black magic. I don't want that. What black are I gonna do? A- uh, Evan is just gonna use his phone. Yeah, that's it. I'm just gonna be staying here and use my phone as a poor old chap while the Christmas is outside. Didn't you want an XF hundred? You know the little no. broadcast cameras. No. Did no. you have that on your list? No, I didn't. <laughs> Isn't no. that what you've been using in, at the BBC? No. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> and uh, and everywhere else? Oh no. no. Don't, don't, don't say that. Don't <laughs> ever say that. <laughs> um, Do you know what I think is the best Christmas gift I've personally got? Yeah. Which, um, oh, who got it? I can't even remember who. Was it my grandparents who got it? Me or my mum and dad? I can't remember. It was amazing. It was a lens. Mm-hmm coffee cup Ooh. but it looks like a owl series candle lens it's either got like the red line and it looks so like real wow like because the lid for it is like the top of a lens and it's not glass on the lid it's like as if it's a lens cap and it's like got the little sun guards on it wow. and you carry it around i'm gonna get an image up <laughs> yeah let's see it let's see it i want to i want to get an image up uh if you're editing this I will send you the image. Canon PS coffee cup. cup. Let's see the cup. Uh, <gasps> yeah, you go. So there. cool. Oh, that's perfect. To be fair, I would be scared because it looks so much like a real that, one. That, that's it there. It's so and good. It's metal inside. So perfect. And my one didn't have this glass bit. It had a... And now I realize what I want for Christmas. <laughs> uh, mine had more of a... It, it, but it was this lens here. It was that lens. Maybe they've changed it to a glass one. Insane. Insane. Yeah, I, th- I think. But yeah, so that's it there. So good. And there. And it looks... So, like, like if you look at that image there, it is so detailed. Like, oh. it looks like Canon Zoom EF lens. It's got all these bits. Um, Obviously, these aren't operative. Like, they don't do anything. It's just design. But, like, from a distance, when you put the cap on... It looks like a legitimate lens. Yeah, it's actually very creepy. <laughs> <You can> and <laughs> what I used to do as a <laughs> joke, I sometimes just drop it. Oh, no, don't do that. Just this. And I scare people like, what? Uh, I don't think I'm just dropping a coffee How cup. to give Evan a heart attack on yeah. stage. Yeah. On set. <laughs> let's, let's pretend I'm throwing down a lens. And then or Evan. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> or like, I'll be like, oh, oh hey, hey. Like, cause it, cause no. It, yeah, you can throw it at yeah, me. Catch. That's when I'm I'm, I'm home. <laughs> You gotta have a panic attack. Don't do that. Yeah, and, and this is this is. Um, I love lenses, by the way. People yeah. don't want to. And even if you're a filmmaker, yeah. like this red line here, mm. is like shows it's an expensive Canon 
flagship lens. It's so perfect. You it's know? so well made. It looks exactly. And I love this. And this was one of the f- best presents I ever got. And do you know what you always need when you're a filmmaker? Yeah, what? Coffee. Exactly. You need coffee. I know. I All just the time. One. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Uh, the best Christmas gift that I have gotten is not exactly film related because I wanted to be a writer growing up. But yep. it did get me one of those very expensive pens. Mm-hmm. But the other pens that you don't use to actually write, it's to sign stuff. You know which ones I'm talking about. They're golden ones. They're very... <coughs> Park pen. So it was golden. And maybe I shouldn't say this because I think the elephant's task is supposed to be forbidden. But it had like elephant task on it. <laughs> okay, I think it, it, I, I, I think you're allowed things with ivory. I think Ivory, yes. That's what it's called. Yeah. So it was basically like the skeleton was made out of ivory. It yeah. wasn't like ivory looking. It was blue. It was painted over. Yeah. But you could feel it. It was ivory. And then it was solid gold. And I'm like, oh my God, that looks so where was that from? Hmm? What, what was that? Was that from Greece? Yeah, yeah, that was in Greece, uh, but yeah. back in the day. And another gift, but no one did that to me. I did that to myself. I did pay for my master classes when I did master class when I was in Greece, mm. when uh, there was like so much COVID and I had nothing to do. Yeah. And I never regret those master classes uh, because I bought the Neil Gaiman ones, love him, and I bought the Martin Scorsese ones. So yeah. good. So many. Oh, and um, ah, uh, Spike Lee. The three of my favorites. I do mention them all the time on the podcast because I love yeah. them. Yeah, because I obviously, I've always considered. I've saw the masterclass trades and I always think this looks really good. Mm-hmm. But also, it's quite expensive, aren't they? They're oh like yeah, obviously. Like I'm not. I'm not telling you to buy me a signing pen with ivory in it. <laughs> Everyone's an ivory pen and a masterclass. I want to see what's up there. See if there's any Christmas deals. Because there like must be. If I remember correctly, there's always like a. Because they, they started just with filmmaking ones, didn't they, I think? Oh, they have so many, and yeah. now it's like everything. Um, so uh, yeah, the business ones are very expensive as well. I love the writing ones because like, I enjoy doing Neil Gaiman because he's so smart. Do you feel like... Oh, my God, Bob Iger has his own? Wow. Did if you, you want to learn how to run businesses like Disney, he's back, actually. He left Disney and he came back now. Uh, he's making changes again, so he, he is a big boss. So did you find that you got a lot out of it from uh, actually yeah I got the I got like a, a, a crap what crap we're in podcast a shit ton of uh, notes out yeah. of it and a lot of knowledge right some of the things that they said th- stuck on with me yeah. like uh, Scorsese was very good at the the one thing that I always remember about Scorsese is how to make sure that everyone is fed how to organize the distances between suits and film locations he was very good yeah. Uh, uh, my f- oh, Jude Apatow has one. Really? Oh, sorry. I'm just looking at the master. Cl- I love a lot master classes. They were so good. The Neil Gaiman one, mm, masterpiece. Because he, uh, he uh, what I wanted to get from him was exactly one lesson. Yeah. But the rest were so fun. I didn't care. Yeah. He was talking a lot about how to write your stories. I remember him. He was so good at this. Try and try again. How to fail and everything. But there was like one lesson where he was talking about how to write comics. Because he did draw the Sandman, yeah, but he never designed it, and I'm never good at designing or drawing. But I always want to write a comic. I, d- I don't know anyone who designs, but <gasps> uh, Aaron Sorkin is also amazing. I think Werner Herzog, his <sighs> Herzog, his just sounds good. Like he's got a really good voice. Uh, Werner Herzog is amazing Hans as Zimmer. well. Uh, oh my God! I, 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 you know what? I have no idea about music, but I would like to hear what Hans Zimmer actually thinks about. <laughs> <laughs> so so, like, they do loads of this, like, teaches acting, teaches journalism. Like yeah, of course. Bob Woodward teaches investigative journalism. He and Maddie's doing 
I will say it won't give you the answers, but it will give you a lot of things that will stuck with you yeah. as ideas, as practices. For example, I did Aaron Sorkin's once, and I told you about the exercise he was doing. The yeah. exer- uh, like take a classic and modernize it. Yeah. Like they they have like exercises, brain teases. It's perfect to get you into the mood of creating. That's why I think masterclass is very good. I, I'm not paid to advertise them, by the way, because this is a podcast that many people might think so. I'm not paid to advertise them. I just have very much fun using it. Right. So here's a question then. Mm-hmm. So say if someone's getting a gift, I'm just going to go with investigative journalism yeah, okay, or example. filmmaking, whatever. And say if you know someone who's doing investigative journalism, um, would you say you should get this t- because they're on that course or do you think they're going to learn what they're doing on the course anyway? Uh, it might actually give you a, a thing or two that the course won't yeah. teach them. Okay. Yeah. It might actually did do that. You never you, know that. Did you find that with... Yeah, because like mine were mostly around the creation, the writing, and parts like that doesn't yeah. exist in media production. Yeah. And even the ones that I did with Spike Lee and Scorsese, they were a lot about like setting up the set, preparing. It was literally stuff that I knew wouldn't be in on my course. I didn't yeah. do one on editing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That would be stupid. But most of my course is editing, so... And, and did... um. Did did you like feel like it's it's a good supplement? I'd say yeah. it's a good supplement. It's something yeah. extra on the side. And how did you find like sort of like watching the videos as learn? Because it's a bit like watching YouTube videos. Yeah. I uh, personally, I just uh, the f- the thing that I did and I think that what helped it was COVID, so I had a lot of time. Yeah. But even if I didn't, because I didn't, I put uh, I put like a, a list on myself. So basically, I didn't s- watch like five or six or ten courses in a day. Mm-hmm. I could easily but i limited myself to mostly two one yeah. or two so i would sit there for an hour i would put headphones on because it's the best thing you yeah. don't hear anything outside and you're just focused and you're writing notes right and after it was finished sometimes they didn't last like for an hour but so when it's finished i would go around and be like okay how can i implement this uh let's brainstorm a little bit i, I think it's a good one so also is this 14 pounds a month for unlimited access to everything I think so. See, when I did it, it was uh, about like two years ago. I think you could buy uh, the class itself. Yeah. But from what I understand, now they have gone to the Netflix model because they have so many classes. <laughs> yeah, because that, you know, like... Yeah, if the membership is like for the whole month, that's a good thing because more than one person can use it if you're buying it for like a family or something. Yeah, let's, let's see. Cause oh, yeah, two for one membership. Offer uh, end soon. Mm-hmm. Unlimited access to 180 plus classes delivered in bite-sized lessons. Uh, it's probably the Christmas offer that we were saying, yeah. Okay, okay. That sounds quite interesting. Two for one is not a bad idea. You can like get two classes out of one. Um, the thing about build annually, though, is that means you have to pay for a whole year. I mean, uh, check the view plans. There's probably going to be some other stuff. Yeah, view plans. So, you remember, see, there's a monthly price and, of course, yeah... Oh, I get it. So you get you get your membership and you can give someone else another membership. Yeah, so you can get one and you get one for mm-hmm. a friend. Uh, but yeah, if I remember correctly, yeah, you have to pay it uh, in a long sum. So, so, so forty. So you would have to pay <laughs> fourteen times, times twelve. So, so nice. it would you would be paid one hundred and sixty-eight pounds, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, so you won't be able to do it. You know, get it for a month, cancel it, and then. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah. that's otherwise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is a bit pricey, but some of them are actually worth it. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying. Yeah, 
mean, but back when I was doing it, it was in the future. So would you consider something like that then, just having it as a subscription? Oh yeah. And going. I think know, it, I think it'd be a good supplement. Yeah. I think the mind never tires of learning, right? Yeah. Yesterday I had some free time, and the first thing that I did was like open a book and start reading it. Yeah. Because you wanna learn, you wanna evolve. Yeah. So that could be a nice uh, gift, uh, masterclass uh, gift for Christmas. Another thing we want to talk is about our personal experiences during Christmas filmmaking. Uh, a very quick note with me, I did a Christmas commercial this week, but it wasn't exactly Christmas. It's more like a December commercial called Cool as Leicester. Yeah. It shows like people going around and doing activities in Leicester. But I really liked it because we did shot on 4K on slow motion with two black magics. Mm -hmm. The small ones, you know which ones I'm saying. Yeah, the black magic cinema cameras, the new ones. So good. I've never filmed in slow motion. So good. Just watching back, it's so good. You have filmed in slow motion. Eh? We filmed in slow motion on our film. Which one was it? Um, uh, Obsession. When you know when we did the montage? Yeah. Oh, Some of yeah. that was in slow motion. That was in slow motion, yeah, okay. But it was like the first time I did like products in slow motion yeah. because they had to get drinks and then we saw like the drink falling and all that stuff. It's so cool. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah it looks What so frame rate were you at? Hmm? What frame rate? 120? I think we were 120, yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's no way we did it in less than 120. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think, like, like most cameras... This is the thing. Another thing about cameras is a lot of cameras limit themselves to the slow motion of 50 frames per second, 60 no, frames per second. Yeah. Whereas, like, nowadays... Oops. Nowadays, <laughs> like, most cameras are, you know, like, the top range cameras at least go 120, or you can go, like... um even higher than that yeah yeah i mean it was it, it was great filming that and uh, that was like my closest experience with it nothing special yeah but i mean next year we're filming in christmas film so we should be fine another thing that i hate you know what i hate about making a christmas film That's smooth yeah and I, and i think it's very difficult yeah it's because you want to have some external shots and most of the christmas decorations ain't up until november yeah that is a problem. Yeah, so I feel like you ha maybe you have to do some of that, like like internal is easy, but if yeah. you wanna like film a little bit of uh, a couple walking down the street, I don't know something like that. Yeah, you might have to get that like prior or no prior or after. So you do the majority of the film at this point, but then you know in November you're gonna have some pickup shots. Yeah, you you could do it as pickup shots. That would be fun. Okay. Uh, another idea that we had. Uh, you want to talk about this, about your experiences, because you have more experiences with clients. I officially got my first client this week, so, hey, big round of applause. But like, you said something about certain type of clients. Oh yes. Um, so I'm getting distracted by this slow motion video. Um, uh, yeah. So Christmas Carol, we're going to do, and we're going to do the Scrooge clients. Yes. And We've all had them. We've all had difficult clients. Of course. Um, and as a filmmaker, I'm going to go into some of the worst things and traits what annoy me as a little bit of a rant. Okay. So number one would be um, editing. When you're editing, someone mm -hmm. like sitting next to you and watching you. Okay. Um, like a client. Which, to be honest... I know, like, if you come in here, you might say, oh, that's fine, they should sit next to you. It's such a red flag for me. Yeah. It means, like, the other person is not trusting you, and it's so difficult to do it under pressure or someone watching yeah. you. And also, like, when you, someone's watching you, 
Mm-hmm. And this is from a personal experience. You have you have a situation where they were like, "Oh, Tom, uh, that thing's wrong there." Yeah. I know it's wrong. I know it's wrong. Yeah, I've noticed it, but I, I well, I'm, I'm doing too many things. I'm addressing something now, so yeah. I, I have to quickly say I'm addressing this. So that's one thing that's always bothered me. And I, I I had a very unique situation, which um was story time. <laughs> I I'm an Adobe user, right? Okay. Yeah, we, we both are. We're technically peasants in the filmmaking world. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I was working in, and again, I'm not going to name any names. Yeah, of course. I was working for a client, and I happened to work in that office. Because that was sort of like, it was an early client, so it was that type of agreement where I'd go in and edit there. Um, and I, they wanted me to remove a background or something, like a object, okay. like this. So say if you had a photo of these Base. keys, yeah, and you said, there's a white background here, Tom. Can, can you remove you, it, yeah. Can you remove this? Mm-hmm. Um, for a thumbnail, because yeah. it was making a thumbnail. And they said the caveat is you have to use a Adobe. You know, you should. I I I opened up Adobe Sp- Photoshop because mm-hmm. obviously I'm like a very experienced user at, at this point of that software, and that's what my go-to. They said, "Oh no, you should use this software, which is Adobe Spark, which is like oh, oh that's an old one. Yeah, no one uses that anymore. So it's now called something else. It's called like Adobe." Um, Animator, encoder. No, it's called Adobe. Uh, the chain, they changed the branding like a few years ago, but when it was originally called Spark, which I quite like the name, and it's a good bit of software. Adobe Express. Adobe Express, yeah. So it's a good bit of software. Yeah, but I think like Adobe does that a lot. There's like a thousand like programs and software to do that one job you could do with the three basics. I just need audition for sound, Photoshop for images, and I just yeah. need um, Premiere. Okay, I'll, I'll put four. After Effects for effects and graphics, and Premiere for video. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. So, so in this certain circumstance, and again, Adobe Spark or Express now, I use a lot now because mm-hmm. I like that software. Okay. It's like Canva. Okay. So I'd use it. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's Adobe's equipment with Canva. I recommend giving it a shot. I, I will give it a shot today, man. It's got, <laughs> it's got good templates. Okay. Um, so so it is good for, for like its function, and yes, you can make a thumbnail on it. Mm-hmm. But for this certain sort of operation, it was not. And again, it, it probably might be able to do it now because this was a few years ago and it's advanced. But I need to remove a background off a pair some some object, mm-hmm. and put it onto the thing. And they said, oh, yeah, use Adobe Express. And I said, like, I can just do it on Photoshop. It'll yeah. probably be faster. They said, no, no, you got to use Express. So I spent like half an hour trying to figure out how to remove a background oh. on this software because it didn't have that function at this time. I was like, no, well, why didn't he yeah. let you just use so the one I you was know? Like blending it, blending it. So I ended up saying, like going into Photoshop, quickly editing it around and then put importing it into yes. Spark. I thought you would do that. And then... And then, like, that's a smart way. But it was like there was like a few different photo thumbnails, and I was like, he kept saying, because he saw me doing this eventually. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Oh, you should do that all on Spark. Like Spark's the best thing." He kept saying, "This Spark is the." <laughs> he was saying, trying to tell me that this software was the best software. And I was like, but Photoshop, 
you know, it's it, perfect. It's the flagship. I, and only that is like, I know how yeah. to use the other one. Yeah. And so I kept going. He said, and he, it, and he was like, no, th- there will be a way to remove the white background. And he had to check every single option. Oh my God. And I was like, there is no way. Like, I would know. Yeah. yeah it, it would be obvious. And then uh, there's only eventually said, yeah, use Photoshop to remove the background. It's like, oh, come on, man. <sighs> Yeah, and it's just it's it's whole, uh, and it all comes down to working in a client's office mm-hmm. is always, you know, hard because there's there's always, you know, uh, a lot of fucking pressure. I'm not like going like over that. the shoulder, like yeah. there's that meme which is, <laughs> uh, it's like it's like it's your hand on the mouth and the client's hand on the mouth. Yeah, as well. right, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's always that I much prefer and. I much prefer the annoying uh, feedback than uh, actually yeah. doing it with the other person over my shoulder. Well, like, I think feedback's better because it's consolidated. It's y- if yeah. it, I always say, give me feedback, give me, you know, and I mm-hmm. say, like, don't give me feedback, like, one email, two emails. Like, this is another thing that happened with you. Happens with you. They'll give me feedback and they'll give it in drips and drafts. Like, yeah. here's this bit. Oh, actually, I want to add this. I want to add this. I really want people to try and add that feedback to one yeah thing because then i can tick it off give me a whole paragraph if you have to don't just send 15 emails being like and this and this yeah and this like if and if there is a major problem we can't scroll over email i'm happy to meet and discuss it but like it is about like not having like and contradictory feedback so you get some feedback and Mm -hmm. then then the feedback you get the next day is like Mm -hmm. the opposite like you know we want you to move this all these shots here actually no put them back there it's like but you know you have to really find if if you it, and it's through it's through, it's through experience you fine tune your way you work with people like the what you will yeah. accept and what is that I won't really accept going into a client's office and editing there I'd be like you can give me feedback and you know we'll work towards something together. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, it's it's one of them. Um, I don't know. If you've experienced anything like that, where you've had someone difficult uh, to work with, uh, I haven't had that, that many clients. And the clients yeah. we get in the office, we have had like one bad client ever since I joined the office. But it was more like a feedback kind of thing where they will just constantly have something to add, something to add, something yeah. to add, and you just move them the line back and back and back, and you're like, just I just want to finish. Just tell me what you think. Yeah, which is very annoying. <laughs> Yeah, easily. I feel like easily. If you made the perfect video, you're gonna send it, and they're gonna ask for one thing to be changed. They have to add something. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. You have to add the stuffing in the turkey. Yeah, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a, that's a good Christmas analogy. Since this is Christmas, I mean, this has been the Christmas special. I would like to thank you for taking time out of your, uh, I mean, busy holidays. Hopefully, to take a listen at us. Uh, we're here. We're gonna be here next year as well. Yes. We have been renewed officially for 2023. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, we uh, we we received a letter from um, the head D- of Demon Podcast. I think it was yeah. Evan. Yeah, I don't. There was a very handsome guy named Evan Alexio. He sent us like a big letter, and we had to sign it with blood. Yeah, yeah. We had to slice our wrists. Yeah, well, and I sign I it in I blood. I had a nosebleed at the time, so I just dipped it in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had an ass bleed, so you know. <laughs> 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 well, it's b- blood is blood anyway. Yeah. Uh, all jokes aside, we have been renewed for next year. We're going to be yeah. here next year. It's going to be very fun. But until then, go and make that movie. Not now. It's Christmas. Have have like an amazing Christmas, an amazing new year. But once the new year is in, go and make the movie.
Go and make the movie. And Don Gibbs edit this. Go and make the edit. Go and make the edit. <laughs>